0: Welcome in everyone to this bastard series prediction show the Red Sox are coming off a sweep at the hands of the Houston Astros at Fenway Park this week they now head to Kansas City for a three-game set with the Royals I'm your host Jason Kelly I'm here with Micah Storms and I'm here with Terry Cushman so guys let's dive into this Royal series this weekend which will start Friday September 1st James Paxton going for the Red Sox against Jordan Lyles. Micah, who do you like in game one?
1: I think it was the Red Sox trip to Kansas City last year that kind of like derailed their their season. They got bombarded by the Royals. Um, That's already happened to this team, but the last time they were in Kansas City, it was not a good time. But in terms of this matchup, Jordan Lyles stinks. He's bad. So if the Red Sox don't find success against him, I i mean, this offense has been just completely confusing all season long, but there's no way I can pick Jordan Lyles. My only hope is that for the entire series, they just intentionally walk MJ Melendez because he has the Red Sox number. So I don't want to see them pitch to him, but give me Paxton. Not very confident in it, but Jordan
0: Lyles stinks. All right, who
2: do you got? Jordan Lyles almost always stinks, but for some reason he pitched uh, eight innings of four-run ball last time we faced him. I'm picking the Red Sox in this one. Um, I don't know what Paxton has left in the tank. I don't know if he even cares at this point. I mean, he should because he's – if he can – if he can close the month strong, that that'll still be a decent season, a sub three ERA for him. And you would believe, you know, logically that he's hoping to get a two or three year deal this winter. So I'm just going to assume Paxton has shown up. The uh, Royals have lost nine out of their last 12. Previously, they played us tough last series, even though we took three out of four, but they had won eight out of 10 coming into that series. So no momentum whatsoever. Um, but again, I I have to I have to go with the Red Sox in game one. I'm also
0: gonna take the Red Sox in game one, even though every time they go to Kansas City, I feel like it's a bad time. I, I don't feel like they play well in Kansas City. I actually looked it up and it confirmed my suspicions because the Red Sox Royals head to head, Red Sox own that series 256 to 244. But at Kaufman, they're 113 and 134. So for some reason, that stadium just gives them trouble. I feel like it always has. Uh, that said, Jordan Lyles is having a season to forget. 3-15 um, and 15 with an ERA of 6.5. He's just god-awful. James Paxton hasn't been much better down the stretch here ever since the Red Sox decided not to sell on him. Um, but I have to believe he can at least pitch well enough in the Red Sox should jump all over a guy like Jordan Lyles, who just has absolutely nothing left. So I will take the Red Sox in game one as well. Uh, game two, Saturday night, seven ten. Tanner Houck going for the Red Sox. There is no listed pitcher for the Royals, so we're assuming that's a bullpen, bulk kind of situation for them. Uh, Micah, who do you like in game two?
1: Not really liking Tanner Houck. Um I feel like the Royals have a bunch of lefties in their lineup, and that's kind of the bugaboo for Hauk. But the Royals have one of the worst bullpens in baseball. So if they're going to bullpen a game, I don't see how I can take them. I just have a feeling they're definitely not sweeping the Royals with how they've played. We haven't seen the Red Sox play a complete series, and I couldn't even tell you the last time. when when Have they swept a the team anytime soon? Like I just feel like it hasn't happened, so I – feel like if there is a game for them to lose, I'm picking the Royals on Saturday for absolutely no reason other than the fact that I'm not picking the Red Sox to sweep the Royals. Terry.
2: Micah stole my thunder. Um, I just feel like the Red Sox have trouble finding their balance when they're facing other teams' bullpens, when it's a bullpen game. And... How many times through the order will Hauk last? It's This is the most winnable game for the Royals, and I can't pick the Red Sox to sweep anybody right now, so I'm giving the Royals game two. Yeah, not
0: much to add. Um, I can't pick a sweep for this team right now, even against the lowly Royals, even against their lowly bullpen. Um, I don't trust Tanner Hauk at the moment. Um, I just... He's going to go four innings. It's probably going to be a little bit sloppy. And who knows? The Red Sox offense could just decide to fall asleep that day. So um, I'll take the Royals in game two as well. So we will wrap with game three Sunday or excuse me. Uh, yeah. Sunday afternoon, two ten start. Chris Sale going for the Red Sox. And he's going up against Zach Granke. Micah, what do you like in the finale?
1: So you know what's going to happen in Game One. Jordan Lyles is going to throw a gem, and the Red Sox are going to lose. And then in Game Two, Tanner Houck's going to throw an absolute gem, and the Red Sox are going to they're going to win Game Two. I feel like we do that a lot with our picks. But Game Three, boy, this would have been a pitching matchup back in 2017, 2018 as well. I feel like these happen a lot with Sale. <laughs> um, but cranky's toast maybe chris sales toast too i don't know um whatever the over is i'm betting the over in this one so give me the over and give me a rafi devers breakout game against an 87 mile per hour fastball from zach cranky give me the red Sox to win the series but i don't love
0: it terry who do you got
2: Well, I'm going to give the edge to the Red Sox here uh, and and take Chris Sale in that start. Having said that, though, Grinke has not pitched terribly as of late. He's not going super deep in the games. In fact, he hasn't pitched five full in his last three starts, but he gave up just two earned runs to Pittsburgh. You know, no shock there. Nothing uh, to Oakland. So again, no shock. Uh, He held the Mets to just one run and and then the Guardians uh, to four before that. Only the Phillies have really slapped him around. So, and they're doing that to everybody right now. (laughs) That offense is just going off. I also read that Kyle Schwarber has as many home runs as he has singles. Sounds impressive until you really think about it. But, um, but yeah, but still a very robust offense. Oh, so Red Sox uh, for me, game three.
0: Yeah, I think I got to take the Red Sox in game three as well. Zach Rehnke has nothing left. Um, He only goes about four innings, maybe five if he can get to it. If you look through his season, it's the classic. If he's going up against an Oakland or, you know, Pittsburgh or one of these really bad offenses, he can get by. As soon as he faces a good team, he's given up five, six, seven runs. He's given up bombs. Um, Micah touched on it he's topping out at like 87 miles an hour so if the Red Sox can't tee off on this guy on Sunday then they've truly just quit because th- this should be like batting practice for them I, I hate to say that about Granky. he's been around a long time he's been a good pitcher for a long time but he's a batting practice pitcher at this point and Chris Sale should at least be able to give you five hopefully six solid innings against that lineup so I'll take the Red Sox in the finale as well. Micah, any, any final thoughts on that? Yeah,
1: yes or no for either of you. Is Zach Granke a Hall of Famer?
0: I'm I'm gonna say no.
2: Let me uh just super quick here, I gotta pull it up. I'm
1: basically there now. Is that I was crazy? supposed to be a yes or no Terry, not a battle. <laughs> I
2: I want to say yes so bad cuz I'm a big Grinky fan, so that's why I want to give a, you know, a good solid take on this. 352 earned run average, where's the strikeouts? Well, almost 3000 strikeouts, that's pretty good. I I don't know. He didn't win a ring. I am gu- gun to my head, he's he's a Hall of Famer. 224 wins 154 losses that's a pretty good uh spread there he's got tons of strikeouts and um, no rings unfortunately he came so close in 2019 uh when he was an astro but i'll, I'll give it to him what do you think? I, I think
1: he's a lock i okay. think he's a lock especially when you if we're going to compare like pitchers you know in the next five ten years They're going to come nowhere near Zach Granke's numbers. Um, Unfortunately, no ring, but I don't think you need a ring to necessarily be a Hall of Famer. I think he's a a lock. Him, Scherzer, Verlander, and Kershaw, I think, are the locks for this generation.
0: I hadn't realized how close he was to 3,000 strikeouts. He's 38 away. I mean, if he can, if he can really bust his ass the last month of the season, he could get to three thousand strikeouts. You know, he has over two hundred wins, only one Cy Young, um, and and yeah, no rings. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you guys think he's in. I to me, I would not put him in. He's not in the Jason Hall of Fame. But there's a lot of guys who aren't in the Jason Hall of Fame. And to be fair, hand up, I wanted Tim Lincecum in the Hall of Fame. So. I'm kind of all over the place when it comes to pitchers. I'll take the short dominance over the longevity.
2: He did win a Cy Young in uh, 2009. That was his uh, let's see, age 25 season. Wow, he started when he was 20. He was a rookie when he was 20 years old. It was eight and eleven that year with a 3.97 earned run average. But in 2015. Almost any other season, he would have won the Cy Young with these numbers. He he had the lowest ERA in the league, one sixty six. Um, the lowest WHIP in the league, zero point eight four, and he was nineteen and three. But he, he lost to his teammate Clayton Kershaw, who was also off the charts and probably had tons more uh, strikeouts. And yeah, Grinky was you know just eight. Eight point one strikeout per nine that year, so that's where Kershaw got him. But pitched two hundred and twenty-two and in two-thirds innings that same year, so he wins it any other year but that one. But his teammate was was psychotic. You said that was twenty fifteen, right? Twenty fifteen, yeah. As a dog. oh yeah,
0: he actually lost to Jake Arrieta.
2: Oh, that was oh, was it?
0: Jake Arrieta won twenty two games that year. Also oh. had an ERA under two with the cubs. Yeah, he was filthy. Kershaw finished third. So that, that was, was my bad then. Those those three were all kind of it was a really close race, but yeah, Ariata he took it.
2: And he had a really good second half too, I remember. I thought that was uh 2016, but I obviously botched it. But yeah, all right. I I just yeah. I remember Zinky uh Grinky being really good that year oh he was nasty
0: and he had a lot of good years but yeah he's <laughs> he's well past his prime now so hopefully sunday is is a nice uh, offensive explosion for for the red sox and hopefully they do take this series but we'll see what happens uh so we will wrap here uh keep an eye out for our bastards roundtable episode that's coming out this weekend We'll be talking about some of those weird dfas from the angels and the yankees and everything else going on around the league there. And then the weekend crew will have you guys on Monday morning. They will recap this Kansas City Royals series. So until then, everyone take care.